0: It's such a privilege to get to know new people in the music industry or people that we don't know so far. And we've got a lady that I've never even heard a name like this ever in my whole life before. Vandiet Kombrink. Have you ever heard a name like that? Hello. How are you doing, Vandiet?
1: Hi, Janine. I'm well and you? I'm
0: doing fine. Thanks. You'll have to explain where this name comes from. <laughs>
1: Okay, so it's an Afrikaans name and um, it came from when I was born. My dad got the word, um, uh, which in English is because God gave. And van die he must have said it very quickly, and he got this van die van die het. <laughs>
0: So, is, is it a name that you have to keep telling people? Oh, this is what it is. Do people always stop in their tracks and say, "Say what?" when you say your name?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, some people make jokes and say van die et al die brood geet, or van die het. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can have a surname like
0: mine, Van So we'll feel for one another But introduce yourself to us as a person Personality wise, what do you do for a living That kind of thing We've never met you before, who are you?
1: I'm Bundy Ed and I'm 36 years old I stay in Hookville, wilderness It's between George and Nazna And I'm married and I have a little boy of 10 months And my husband's got his own business So I help him with administration and so on Music is my passion, and and, and I'd love to make a full career out of that. And I started singing since I was very small. My dad is in ministry, so I started singing in the church, and that was my first place to perform as well. About four years ago, I launched my career officially. I write my own songs. I start writing from school, and I've got eight songs that I have recorded here in George and last year I decided I have to release them so I've got two singles out already and this upcoming one will be my third and what else I think I'm a bit more of an introvert Um, so sometimes it's hard for me to put myself out there but you get over yourself the moment you focus on on other people Um, I love to inspire people with my music and I believe that there's always hope. and But why wait so
0: late? You know, when this is in you and you've been writing since school, I mean, music has been part of who you are for such a long time. Did you just not believe that you can do this? Or the music industry too daunting? Or what made you wait so long?
1: Um, I've always felt I wasn't ready and I didn't have uh, the opportunities. Um and I was very shy, so I was very scared to get up there and out there. <laughs> because
0: it is a risk to take something that you've created yourself. I mean, it is yourself that you put in the music. It's not just a song separate from you. It is you, yourself, releasing. And then people have got to either like it or not. But this isn't the first song that you've released. So how have people reacted to your music so far?
1: People have reacted um, positively and um I think it's because uh, there's a message in in my songs.
0: So, when was the first song that you released?
1: Uh, Last year, September, I released the song Vergiver. Oh, you Um, see, but that is in
0: Corona. That's in the lockdown and everyone's lies being thrown around. (laughs) It's so interesting that you had the opportunity. How did this opportunity (laughs) arise in your life in the most difficult time in the music industry ever? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't know god's
0: grace <laughs> was it was it a, a, a record company or was it that you found out how to do things digitally or how did this happen
1: so i got introduced to someone here in george Darryl de delanga he's a producer and uh, we started recording my songs and we recorded eight songs and then i got introduced to the marketing zoo which is a pr company and um Yeah, and they helped me to release the songs to radio and media. And yeah, I guess I just got the opportunity now where before I didn't know where to go and how to do it.
0: Well, tell us about the studio experience. Um, You go in there. Is it daunting to do that with someone listening who can actually know if something's good or not? And the whole creative (laughs) bit, did you have a chance to be a little creative with sounds and stuff? How involved were you?
1: So, yeah, you enter the studio with your song and uh, and your composition. I compose on piano and then uh, the producer will take the song and he will start adding all the instruments. They usually start with the drums, with the beat, and then you decide, okay, are we going to go pop or country or what genre? And then, um, yeah, and then we will look into the market and see what is new out there and but also, the song normally tells you which way it wants to go when you listen to the words and you see the phrasing. There's always a kind of a rhythm in it, and um, then it's very nervous when you start singing. Uh, we usually do a few takes over and over and over, and then the producer will take the best parts and put it together. Where as live, you will just sing the song and take what way. you get. <laughs> With studio, it's a bit you know, more intimidating because you don't have that audience and the energy, so you have to really give a lot of yourself.
0: <laughs> and were you happy at the end? Because, I mean, it's a lot of work, um, and then you still have to trust that baby of yours, the song, over to someone else who's not you. Did What you got at the mm-hmm. end, does it reflect your taste? Something that you can be proud of taking out there?
1: Yeah, definitely, because you will keep on working on it until you're very happy, and yeah, sometimes I'm a bit overcritical, but I know when to let go. And <laughs> Are you a perfectionist <laughs> or not? <laughs> yeah, a bit. <biggie>.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> those guys have the hardest time to let go and say, okay, this thing is done now. It is final.
1: Yeah, I have to to listen to it like 10 times and the next day and the next day. And then someday I will listen and think, wow, this is actually good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
0: well, I love the fact that you grew up in a household that knew and loves Jesus. Um, But when did it become seriously real to you, that you figured it out for yourself, that what you believe and what you've been shown through your life is the actual reality of life?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question because when you grow up in a Christian house, you know the principles and you know you have to love God and God loves you. you know all these, but um, there was a time in my life where I actually asked God, I know all these things, but I, I don't feel it, you know. It's more like a head knowledge, but in my spirit I wanted to experience it. And in my case, God got real for me. Especially in times when I went through personal difficulties, that was the times when I experienced him the most. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You do say in the bio that you write around the song that you had been going through a hard time recently, and God's not scared of putting us through really hard times. It's like it's the only place where we actually grow and and get a little backbone is in the times when everything we think we believe is challenged. So mm-hmm. what happened and how did God get you through?
1: So I went through a few challenges um, regarding my career that just didn't pick up. And so much time goes by and you think, I just thought, um, where am I going? I don't get breakthroughs. And in the end, um, there's also the financial struggle because you have to keep going and pay rent and all that. And then I was in a relationship that was very difficult. Um, Yeah, for four years, it was also rocky and that emotional part just makes it even worse. Yeah, and in that whole process, actually the most difficulty in it was that I started losing myself and who I am and what I really want to achieve in life. So in that, I never pushed God away. Instead, I went to Him.
0: But that's the choice, isn't it? At the end, struggle and suffering and hardship and and doubt, especially doubt, it brings you to that crossroads where you've got the opportunity to either run to Him or run from Him. And some people choose the one and some people choose the other. And the one leads to life and the other to death.
1: Yeah, so I remember the night when I wrote the song, I just drew a line and I just said, no more, it's time for me to stand up and to rediscover who is Vandi Head and find my true identity again and what do I want out of life and where do I want to be in 10 years from now and I just made that choice to choose every day to live for that day and to make the best out of every day just to keep looking ahead. And not to see my circumstances. And I just started working towards something. It cost a bit of discipline to remind myself not to go back into that hole Mm. of depression. And and, yeah, so I started working on myself. And I just kept on holding on to God. and, And I know that even when I was in that situation, you don't want to hear time will tell or time will heal. But it was something that I believed and I hoped for because God has a hopeful future for us. And I just kept on holding on to his promises. But that night, half past two in the morning, I wrote this song and something happened in my room. And that feeling I could hold on to. And then, yeah, about seven years passed. And I got amazing breakthrough and today I'm in a position where I can testify of that um, because I've got everything that I've always wanted now and I have the opportunity to put out my songs and I'm building a career. And yeah, a few years ago, I couldn't even imagine that I would be where I am today. <laughs> so time did tell. So time did tell, yeah. and
0: time healed, yeah. And time healed. So that is what you want people to hear. If they now listen to this song of yours, the message that they must get is what?
1: That time will tell and time will heal. And when you look back on your past, you will see rainbows and God's promises will always come to fruition.